0: Hello. Welcome to I Love Rock and Roll. I'm Ken Krantz. I am not Ken Krantz. I'm Chip Chantry. Hi, Ken. How are you? We have with us today... I'm just jumping right into it, Chip. Yeah.
1: I, it doesn't matter how I am. But it,
0: please. Nobody please. Care, nobody cares. No. Anymore. Come on. We, we have our... Uh, today, our guest. I, I believe this is his third appearance. Uh, we are talking Johnny Depp today. But Johnny Depp's musical career, none of this Mm -hmm. trial nonsense. No. Um, So we have with us our resident uh, actor, expert, acting expert, uh, Brian O'Halloran of of Clerks and Clerks 2 and Clerks 3. Right. Uh, Are we allowed to, can we legally say friend of
1: show or are we still an acquaintance of show grounds?
2: Am I still in a probationary period of?
1: Well, oh, that's. No, I think. No, I think it's. It's for us. Like, are we legally allowed to say you're a friend of the show? Or should sure, we you say, can like, say that. It's like he's an acquaintance of the show. We've met him. Nice guy. You know. But okay. If we can say that now, good. How about I, best friend? Totally. Can we say best friend of show? Like sure. BFF of the show, Brian. You O'Hallor. can say that, I guess. Okay. All right. I feel good about that. What's going on, Brian? Nothing Dude. much. Thanks for having me on, uh, Chip. How are you doing? Uh, thank you for asking and really being in, interested in my life. I'm not doing well, and if you if I could just take 12 minutes to <laughs> talk about my problems yeah, here, that's I where appreciate.
2: 150 an hour kicks in. There's a reason why people charge people to listen to their
1: bullshit. <laughs> uh, therapist of show, uh, Brian O'Halloran is here. There uh, you go. Yeah. Um, I, I really can, can. We just can, <laughs> can There's we. There's a movie quote. Can we not talk about Johnny Depp today and can we just revisit uh, Son of Dracula? That's all I I just I just want to keep talking about Son of Dracula. That's all I want to do.
2: We kind of are revisiting that because it it is is. there is a link to both as uh, as we find out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Depp is linked. Um, And how how has Johnny Depp not done a remake of Son of Dracula? I think that's the way Alice Cooper as the wizard. I mean, although, I mean, you could get Ringo back, I guess.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally bring Ringo back as the wizard.
0: Yeah. He wouldn't even need like a, like the gray beard, like the fake gray beard. No, just let him grow Now out. for those who are
2: listening, who don't know what the hell we're talking about, where have you been? Catch yeah, up, man. Come on. You
0: gotta go. You gotta go
2: listen to that episode of the son of Dracula and go on YouTube and watch. This son of Dracula, not the '40s version with Lon Chaney or whatever, the the version that Ringo Starr produced, uh, which is hilarious, hilarious. You got to go see it.
0: Yeah, but more importantly, just go back and listen to the episode. Please. Um. Yeah. So uh, the reason we're talking Johnny Depp's musical career. I, I had this idea when, um, again, we're, we're not – you can go anywhere on the planet to hear about the trial. But yeah. the idea occurred to me um, the night before the verdict when news broke that Johnny Depp had jumped on stage with Jeff Beck and jammed for three songs, um, which I just thought was so fucking funny.
1: And was that I, I really avoided the trial at all costs? I, I had no interest in it. It was the trial in Los Angeles, and was that where the concert was? The, no, the trial was in uh, West Virginia or Virginia. Oh,
2: really? Uh, okay, yeah, because of where the Washington Post is based or whatever.
0: Um, oh, okay. And then yeah, Jet Beck was in the UK, though, like wasn't Johnny Depp right. in, in the UK? Oh.
2: You're making it sound like, you know, how was he not there for the verdict of his civil suit? Yeah, come on. right. You know, it's not like he was being neither one of them were being handed and come, you know, put in right. a handcuffs and remanded to jail. They're all going to, oh, I got to pay you some money. All right. Sorry. Yeah.
0: But just the idea that he was so unconcerned with the outcome that he spends the night before on stage with Jeff Beck. Playing guitar, and then I think um, what a lot of people don't know is that Johnny Depp had a legitimate musical career before acting. Um, and he he ended up, you know, he's in this he's in this band, the Hollywood Vampires, which uh, consists of him, Alice Cooper, and Joe Perry of Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're named after the old uh, Alice Cooper founded a drinking club in Hollywood in the 70s and he he dubbed them the Hollywood vampires and the original drinking club was Alice Cooper, uh, Harry Nilsson, who, you know, was the lead in Son of Dracula. Son of Dracula, vampire. Ringo Starr, Keith Moon, which... Um, I feel like, you know, how how you could be in a drinking club with Keith Moon and live to tell the tale is
2: you know, I was about to say he's definitely the winner of yeah. the drinking club <laughs> if it was a
0: competition and, and Mickey Dolan's of the monkeys were whenever you have a monkey in your club, it's
1: shit's going to go down. Like, well, you you know, It's like even if it's like, oh, I was I was at my a family reunion and Peter Tork showed up. That
0: family reunion is going to be off the chart. Like, it's just going to be crazy. <laughs> um, well, I was thinking it's so funny. Like, you know, like Alice Cooper back then, you know, he was like sort of like Ozzy-ish, you know, little Prince of Darkness-ish. And uh, Keith Moon was – the as discussed in an earlier uh, in, in an episode just a few weeks ago, Keith Moon was the greatest rock star who, who mm-hmm. ever lived. And and the uh, so, you know, Alice Cooper's probably drinking to to fill, you know, to because that's in character. And Keith Moon has to be in this drinking club because he's the goat. Ringo's a beetle and mm-hmm. at the time like a legendary alcoholic. So he's just playing his part. Same with Harry Nilsson. But I get the feeling that like Mickey was drinking because he was in the monkeys. Correct. (laughs) Why the fuck
2: am I in this stupid show?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like they were all drinking to celebrate what they had done. And Mickey was, was drinking to commiserate.
2: Hey, I can hang with you guys. Really?
0: (laughs) Um, apparently the purpose of the club was uh, just, it, it would just, they would go out and see who could be last man standing.
2: Listen, uh, let's let's be honest. The fact that they're putting some sort of title on this gathering as a club is ridiculous. Otherwise, I have a poker club of friends, or I have a, you know, the guys that like to go to McDonald's crying their, themselves to sleep at 4 a.m. club, or, you know, there's... <laughs> Why they put a title like, we have a drinking club. All right, It's the, the bartender who couldn't stand you guys at, at four in the morning, like these fucking Hollywood vampires over here at the corner of my bar, won't leave and I gotta get home because I have a newborn. <laughs> but whatever Alice, whatever. It's a stupid. out for the summer, right? Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: It's a stupid name for a guy. Right. Exactly. Um, That's so funny. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's like, uh, I, I guess you do that to, to, to put a, um, a more positive shine on the fact that you're just degenerate alcoholics. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like you call a strip bar a gentleman's club to right. never yeah. seen a gentleman in any.
2: No. Oh my, Jenkins! Do you see the lovely breasts <laughs> on that blonde one? Here, <laughs> here! Mm, it really steams up my pot of tea. It does. Mm, mm, <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> they were also what I found interesting. They were a drinking club slash uh, softball team.
2: Yes. <laughs> what? Yes.
1: <laughs> which
0: is which was like <laughs> why did you not tell me that fact
2: in my research softball, everything please. was so
1: cool until softball came up Yeah, and they would play okay well okay, okay can you take a I, I, and it's the least I mean I, I want to say cool because it's cool but the least cool thing from Hollywood Vampires Brian they played one of the teams that they referenced that I saw in this article was a TV show a popular TV show at the time in the mid 70s um it was that TV show, I guess, cast and crew against the Hollywood Vampires. Do you want to take a guess what show it was? Uh, Price is Right. It, uh, it's 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 even less cool than the Price is Right. They played the Happy Days uh, <sighs> team, so it was Hollywood <laughs> Vampires against Happy Days. Come on, Potsy, pick up
2: the ball. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Get although wow. only
0: off a of short stuff. Keith Keith Moon. Uh, did not play, he, he was not part of the softball team.
1: Yeah, it looked like the Brits weren't really, you know, they're not They're not softball players.
0: Well, I think softball is played in daylight hours,
1: so yeah. I can see why. He which is be. true. Yeah, which is true. But, and, but they did say, do you know who they picked? Because they said some of them didn't play softball, but some of them did. But they picked up, do you know who their home run hitter was? This was hilarious. Mm. Um, now, uh, th- I could give you a thousand guesses, and you're not going to get it. Did you see who this was, Ken? In your research, they had a, a guy who was like a slugger on the Hollywood Vampires team. No. Did you read this? Comedian Albert Brooks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Albert Brooks was on the team, and he was apparently a, a real slugger, and just he, he knocked it out of the park every time. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: we're drinking. We're playing softball. We're dodging DUIs.
1: We got a bunch of things going on with this club. I think they may have adopted a highway too. Not sure. I'm not sure, but I, I feel like that's something. <laughs> this highway. Cleaned,
0: they they but- they said that um, uh, Keith Moon. So a lot of it, most of this took place uh, at the Rainbow, the legendary Rainbow Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, John Lennon was a part time member. Like when when he came to L.A. for his Lost Weekend, which lasted three years. Right. Um, And I I think it would be a lot of times like whoever was on tour in town became honorary members of the group. And I guess some people were just cool. Like you don't think cool, but they
1: they are. I saw John Lennon, but then Keith Emerson from Emerson Lake and Palmer was a uh, member or an honorary member. And uh, Bernie Taupin from uh, Elton John fame was a uh, was a big member.
2: It sounds like um you had to have some sort of musical connection and talent, yeah, and a liver that could outlast like six a.m
1: yeah well, and apparently that was the initiation you had to outdrink everyone that night. yeah, I think that would to get into the club. But I mean, if Keith Moon's there,
0: how are you? it's it's not even that? possible. Even Alice Cooper admits he mostly cheated. like he would yep. just sip whiskey. Mm-hmm.
2: So this is more of a frat house than a social club
0: yes yeah I, I feel like I mean, like like, they're, like, they're like, like a millionaire's frat together. house
2: right there's they're spl- they're playing sports together mm-hmm. they're drinking you have to be initiated I mean yep. hello
0: and you yep. know and you know if you passed out Keith Keith Moon was drawing dicks on your face mm-hmm. right. Yeah. right they said he would often show up in full uh Nazi gear. Like or, dressed up like Hitler. Yeah, dressed up like Hitler. Or, or like like Marie Antoinette, I think you <laughs> showed up one time
1: as. And they said that people the guys with like Alice Cooper and some of the other guys would make sure to get there early to be there for Keith's big entrance, because that was always a always a spectacle.
2: See now today, if you wanted to form a club like this, you were definitely hiring a limo bus to get you all home, or you had a corporate account with Uber to make sure everybody got their way home without any type of interference with the law.
1: Oh, I'm yeah. sure they just hopped in their Mustangs or whatever and just right. skedaddled yeah. on well, home.
2: back and- in the day, yeah, but I'm saying if you wanted to do it today. Right, right. Obviously, we're talking about, you know, Johnny and going out and having this band now with Alice and uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Perry? Joe from, Perry. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Like, who would you like to see added to this group if today – Who do you think is worthy of this kind of behavior? Do you think someone, you know, like, uh, I don't know, Britney Spears or? That
1: could uh, be fun. I think Kesha played with them one time. I don't think she's like a member of Drinking, but that, (laughs) who, but no, but that that was, she she played, um, yeah, who would be good today? Well, I mean, isn't Kesha like
0: Liam Gallagher? Liam Gallagher. Liam though, Gallagher yeah. is is probably the the although he he's claims to be sober now, but he's probably the closest thing to uh, a 70s rock star. Yeah, that, he's like that Keith half moon. You got you <laughs>
2: got to have the brother though. Without the brother there, there's no fireworks. There's no, no there's there's just tension. Then he's just some sad drinker. Yeah. Otherwise,
0: if his brother's there, now you have a fight. Not yeah. Now you got fist fights. Yeah, they they don't like each other. Yeah. Um, I want to do a whole episode just reading tweets of Liam attacking Noel and calling him <laughs> a potato. It, it, his tweets to his brother, some of the funny. That's another episode. So if we were doing it today, or so are we, what are we basing this on? Just like legendary, I don't know. From legendary past, drinkers, pre-
2: right? Drinking, doing crazy
0: shit. Liam Gallagher. Um, you you probably have to throw Ryan Adams in there if yeah. if we're basing this on drinking. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know who's like who's who's still a fun rock star type.
1: See, it's tough. It,
0: it is tough. tough to think about who's
1: out there. Speaking of brothers, maybe like a Robinson brother from the Black Crows. Oh yeah. One or both of them. Okay. Um, Dave, Grohl? Dave Grohl? Dave Grohl. So Dave Grohl's played with them. So yes. that's a that's definitely somebody you, you could throw in there. Yeah. So then he's in. He that means he's in, isn't it?
0: Yeah. 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 Dave Grohl played on the album. Yeah. So, so now you, so fast, we'll, we'll bounce back and forth, but fast forward from the 70s to just a few years ago, I guess Alice Cooper gets this idea to, to revive the the drinking club, but as, as a band. And he, he recruits Joe Perry and, uh, and Johnny Depp. Mm -hmm. And by the way, like, notice that there's no drummer. Out of that trio and and nobody right, two guitarists
1: and and a vocalist.
0: Right. And no um like they didn't ask Ringo. I'm sure Ringo, you know, Ringo's got it, but like Mickey Dolans, I'm sure, would have uh jumped at yeah. the chance. Mm-hmm. Um but uh so Johnny Depp has this musical past. He 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 was in a band, he was in a punk band. Out of LA in the early 80s, called the Kids. Um, and you can find footage of them. You could find footage of them in the 80s. And he played, uh, he, I think he played rhythm guitar and sang backup vocals. And um, you could find footage of a really young Johnny Depp. And they were, at least around LA, they were kind of, you know, like he was making his living. As as a rock musician, they opened for Iggy Pop. They opened for a but they opened for the Ramones. They opened for a bunch of punk bands, and um, so I think what I read was uh, a friend of his is auditioning for Nightmare on Elm Street, and invites Johnny to the audition just to keep him company, and. The casting director comes out and sees Johnny. He's like, "Oh man, you'd be perfect. You got to come in." And then Johnny was like, "Oh no, I'm not an actor. I didn't. I'm not even here to audition." And then his friend was like, "Are you insane? Like, go go in that room and see what happens." So, and the the one report that I
1: heard was that the director's daughter was there and saw Johnny and was like all dreamy eyed over him, and that was part that was part of the reason that that he got that. He was also friends. One of of the friends that got kind of tried to convince him to uh, act was he somehow became friends with Nicolas Cage and he and Nicolas Cage were friends, which there's a there's a Hollywood vampire uh, candidate right there. Yeah. For for Nick Cage in there.
2: Absolutely. Um, It's funny that uh, he's like, no, I'm I'm not here. I'm just goofing with my friend and that it's the daughter who's like <laughs> so are we saying that johnny was cast because of he's just a piece of
1: meat to hollywood huh? that's all it is yeah that's all it is and i think that's that, how, that's that's how like- i chose uh, that's how i chose ken to be my uh, podcast partner
0: yeah <laughs> And as anybody who's
2: lived in the eighties knows that casting director immediately after that audition went, Hello, teen
1: beat, do I got a cover for you? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a spinning newspaper on screen.
0: Well yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I it's like we're laughing, but I think that's sort of what he battles the rest of his career because yeah. then then he gets casts for twenty one jump street. Mm-hmm. and immediately becomes uh by the way when i i that 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 show came out for like that that show was in my sweet spot because i was i was the perfect age right i don't maybe i was 10 when that came out or something and uh, i i was like oh yeah yeah that, that this is this is my show this is great like i wanted to be a 21 jump street cop sure of course yeah who didn't yeah. Um,
2: but you never wanted to live on 21 Jump Street. It was a very crime-ridden neighborhood. Yes. It, yeah, it,
1: it really was. Yeah. One block. You, you would want to be at least on like the 800 block of Jump Street. I'd yeah. Like, that's where I would live.
2: Yeah. If or my friends it in anymore. the hood used to say, get jumped on Jump Street. You, yes. Get jumped. You got jumped on Jump Street. That's why we call it Jump Street. Jump Street.
0: <laughs> you may want to stay off Rape and Pillage Boulevard. Right. Yeah.
2: The actual name of Jump Street was like Phillips Street or something like that. The neighborhood called it Jump. After a while, yo man, if we go down Phillips Street, you get yourself Jump.
0: So he uh, he goes on he goes on Twenty One Jump Street. He becomes this teen idol. He's all over the, the you know, like you said, the Tiger Beat covers and all that shit. Apparently, he hates every second of it. Um, and, and, uh, but he's now like, now he's an actor. He starts getting cast in big movies and, uh, he puts his musical career aside, but never his love of music.
1: Yeah. Which, which is amazing to me because I always got annoyed by Johnny Depp with his, whenever I'd hear about the Hollywood vampires or, you know, he was in other iterations of bands. I was like, ugh, just like an actor that's trying to you know, play a rock star and then to realize later on that it was the exact opposite way around. Like he was a legit rocker. Right. I, mean, and was, then-
2: I mean, wasn't that the same story of Eddie Murphy? Didn't, I mean, wasn't he wanted to be a musician all this time and that's why he yeah.
1: partied all the time. Yeah. He, the time. he partied all the time, all the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's the, that's the constant uh, problem when you're, when you're known as an actor, people don't think you have other talents or interests in other regions, Mm -hmm. like, you know, people who do can, can play music or play an instrument or write, or anyone who can want to talk about politics and stuff like that, or people who think, you know, who can cook and really do a great job of cooking. They're just like, shut up and just say the words, actor boy, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, especially the music, you know, they, the old adage is, you know, musicians want to be actors and actors want to be musicians, um, is somewhat true. There's always this kind of, the grass is always greener, like on the other side, you know, uh, Uh, I took musical theater. So when, you know, and being from an Irish Catholic family, after your first whiskey at three months, you usually have a pretty good set of pipes to sing. So uh, (laughs) I've always thought about, man, I should be part of a band and I could be a singer or whatever. Um, But obviously singing in that voice would kill me. No. um, so it's just that uh I got the drinking down. I've got the uh the ability to play softball. Who doesn't? Um so I just need to get up to Hollywood and somehow out drink. Uh how old is uh, Alice Cooper
1: now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well he's sober, so it, it shouldn't be it shouldn't yeah. be. So tough, yeah.
1: you right? you win by default. All yeah. you have to yeah. do is just get to the Show rainbow up, room up, and you are a Hollywood, Hollywood vampire. vampire. Right, exactly. Or the Viper room if it's still uh, if it's last. It, right. And by the way, you know, and, and you brought up something and I want to talk about the Viper Room for a little bit, too. But you brought up something very interesting, Brian, too, because well, you you know about like, oh, actors can't do that. You guys are just actors and you don't have any right. other talents and you and you're just grandstanding Then if you do. Right. But then when it goes the other way, when a musician is acts in a movie for some reason, usually unless it's terrible, people are like, oh, my God, that musician is a. Is a ma- Look at Lady Gaga. Look at what she did. You know, and it's like... Con Jovi in yeah. das
2: Boot*. Or You know, the, there's uh, tons of other examples of actors. Harry Connick Jr. Uh, tons of ad- examples. Mick Jagger. Of- Mick Jagger, you know, David Bowie in Labyrinth and other movies. And, you know, there's a lot of examples of, uh, you know, what some musicians can do as actors. They're, they're artists. They're creatives. You know, I'm sure they're hanging around uh, other creatives as well in their downtime so
1: yeah then that makes me want to think the only example i think that that, that's not true is ringo star as merlin that's the only example right there it's like ringo come on that wasn't great
2: well, now that we're talking about the the Hollywood vampires and you think about that movie and you're finding out what gets you qualified for Hollywood vampires, it just looks like someone had a camera during one of their initiation parties and it, happened, <laughs> and it happened to be on a Halloween weekend. Let's be honest. There was one corner of that one set that looked like that dark corner of the Rainbow Room. I'm not kidding. I'm thinking if you freeze it, that's like, wait a minute. That's the booth that so-and-so died in.
1: Yeah it's just, like if you really watch slowly the the movie son of dracula like at some point you're just going to see uh like you, you're you're just you're just gonna see Keith Moon walk walk through the background dressed as a Harlem Globetrotter. Just like right. you just see him for a second. <laughs> yeah.
0: By the way, you know you know Alice Cooper was telling the truth about sipping his way through the drinking club because he's the only one that doesn't appear in that movie.
1: Yeah, he's like he's, he's the, the
0: only one guys. that wasn't drunk enough that was like, oh, this is a great idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, let's make a Dracula movie.
1: Also, uh, the, you know the thing too about like staying up all night and doing that it's like you brought up the beginning brian but like cocaine is a hell of a drug and would the vamp would that even be a thing or a club if there if that didn't hit hollywood in the 60s and 70s right no it's
2: funny that you say cocaine's a hell of a drug which reminds me of of course Chappelle show and then rick james could you imagine rick james being part of i mean man He would have been phenomenal as part of the Hollywood uh, vampires. That would have been an an amazing. Rick James
0: could have given uh, Keith Moon a run for his money. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But yeah. 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 You those all night drinking like that's a lot of people get into cocaine just so you can keep drinking just so you can stay up and drink a little longer, Um, which I don't get that because it's like whenever I'm just an old man. But even
1: when I was, you know, 22, it's like. I was at a bar at 11 o'clock at night and I'm like, all I want to do is just go home and go to sleep. That's all I want to do right now. Yeah, I I would be the worst Hollywood vampire. Like I would be the guy that shows up, probably cleans up at like 10 a.m. Like I would be the keeper, I think. whatever they call <laughs> what, what do they call that. There's a there's a name for the vampires, like the vampires, like human being like oh, what's that called? There's there's a name for it where it's like manservant? servant. Yeah, it's like something like that. The where what? what is it familiar A i familiar. think it's familiar is it, well that's definitely what it's called in the uh the vampire uh lexicon in the, in the vampire lexicon in the movie what's the f- vampire tv show movie the what what we do what we show. do in the
2: shadows yeah great yeah. show
0: yeah now we we just woke up kahuna
2: Kahuna's with here with all,
0: all this vampire talk got kahuna going
2: uh, there's no sun in here so i'm okay
0: <laughs> um yeah, you would have been. Chip would have been like. I, I could see you as like, uh, like maybe a Hartford vampire. Right. Yeah, like a Toledo vampire, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right, guys. Um, let's... but Johnny Depp. Yeah. So he's got. So I don't know if either of you listened to the Hollywood Vampires. So they. Yeah, have, I did. They have two albums out. Um I didn't make it to the second album, but the first out al- I, I listened to a couple songs on the second album. The first album, it's just all cover songs by dead 70s rock stars. Mm-hmm. And it's it's filled with Paul McCartney's on the album, Dave Grohl's on the album. Um I didn't see anything about uh Mickey Dolan's or Ringo on the album. Um but they do Harry Nielsen songs. They do John Lennon right. songs. They do Doors songs. They all. Uh, he- Heroes by. Uh, although like, I, actually Heroes is on the second album. That's on the second album. That's with Johnny Depp singing. They all take turns singing. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's tough. I can't tell because I think Johnny Depp almost sounds a little like Alice Cooper. So mm-hmm. I, I yeah. can't tell. I can't tell if it's Alice Cooper or just Johnny kind of sounding like Alice Cooper, you can tell when it's Joe Perry cause he doesn't sound like anybody. Right. And right. you're like, Oh, this song's not good. Um, but what Brian, what'd you think of the, what do you think of the album?
2: Uh, listen, the music I thought was great. Uh, I thought it was a really interesting takes on a, on, on a lot of classics. Um, I thought it was very nice to nod to the previous members by doing their songs. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, it's worth it. It's definitely worth a listen to. Um, and putting that bizarre stigma aside that, like, oh, this is Johnny Depp singing. Uh, if you didn't know it was Johnny Depp, you're like, oh, shit, whoever, this is really good. You know? yeah. uh, he holds his own. He's really got that kind of gruff kind of voice to him that I think really holds out really well. Um and, you know, you're going to deny the talents of the musicians playing, backing each other up. No, uh, it's solid, solid recording throughout the whole thing. There's never like, oh, they're totally all loaded in this song. Like, right. There's nothing They, they took their sessions very seriously and uh, their interpretations on a lot of the songs I thought were very cool.
0: Yeah. See, I did. I, I thought it I thought it sounded good. I thought it was well produced. I thought that the versions were so faithful to the originals. That, like, when you get into that territory, then I'm like, like were, well, you're not doing anything different. You know what I'm like? Like, I listen... Like, put your own
1: spin on Right. Yeah.
0: I listened to them do Cold Turkey by John Lennon, and it just made me want to go listen to the original, which I guess right. isn't, you know, isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's there to remind you how great this music was. But, um right. yeah, no, I actually... uh I remember reading about it when it came out and thinking like, oh, that's just a goof and having no interest in it. But then I was listening to the album uh, last night and today and I was like, oh, that's actually much better than I would have expected.
2: Yeah. There's not, they don't just, they don't ruin any song. Like you're not going to be like, oh my God, why would you even do that? That's so sacrilegious. Like. They actually hold their own with it all. So uh, I was quite pleased. And uh, I, I, listen, there's only two albums, people. Go out there if you have yep. Spotify or Amazon Music and, and uh, give it a listen. I mean, it's going to be songs you're going to know. It's not like we're making you listen to original crap like mm-hmm. Johnny Depp, original stuff. It's actually some really some really great covers.
1: I thought their version of Elton John and Kiki D's Don't Go Breaking My Heart was exceptional. <laughs> I think they really hit Kiki's essence with it.
0: It's funny, I, I unless I missed it, they don't do any monkeys songs. Um no. No. And, and you know, by then half half the band was dead by the time this album came out. Listen, I understand yeah. the the gag is to just keep clowning the monkeys right now, but I would kill for a Hollywood vampire cover of Not Your Stepping Stone. Yeah, 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 ass. yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I I wasn't I I wasn't goofing. Listen on. to I, the band. I, yeah. I, I sort of, I sort of agree with that. I think that'd be sick.
1: Um, By the way, I don't think I've ever heard a bad, and I think it's just because the song's so good, but I don't think I've ever heard a bad cover of David Bowie's Heroes.
0: Is there one out there?
1: Like like the, the Wallflowers did a good job of it. And then every time I've heard it, it's always been. I'll, I'll tell you really what bugs
0: me about some versions of Heroes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know this. When Heroes came out, Heroes is a six-minute song yeah th- uh when it was released as a single because they believed at the yep. time that you couldn't have a six minute single they yep. literally cut the song in half and released mm-hmm. it as a single they just released the second half of the song so the okay. entire first verse and uh, the entire first verse is cut out of it yep. um and when some people cover it, they only cover the half version. And that Mm -hmm. bugs me because then I'm like, oh, you probably don't even really know David Bowie's music that well. Like, like you're covering this because somebody told you this would be a good song to cover and not because you know anything about it.
1: I think I've also enjoyed it too, because like you'll I feel like I can think of three examples of it being used in a movie or a TV show, Mm -hmm. like, and then used well, like, I think he, I think the Wallflowers one didn't that did they do that for like it was like Godzilla yes. or something like that which I don't I don't think I saw the movie but then uh, at the end of Jojo Rabbit the yeah it's, it's like a German band yes. like version of it which is great yeah. and well is that um, Bowie
0: Cause Bowie did a German I, I, version I, of yeah it's Bowie singing oh, it in oh German. that's right yeah that's right
1: yeah. yeah it's it's Bowie in German which is great so that's not necessarily a cover but a different version and then there's actually an episode I in the first season of Stranger Things. Where Peter
0: Gabriel's version of it, yeah, like the piano version, that's a really stark. It's really, it's really really, stripped down, and and yeah, he did something different with it. Yeah, yeah,
1: I could see him being a vampire. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. just Peter Gabriel, just like sliding in, just being, yeah.
2: But he would be the one sitting in the corner of the Rainbow Room, still on his synthesizer, drinking while coming up with new (laughs)
1: sounds. (laughs) Just, just like just getting drunk, talking shit on Brian Eno, I think
2: he would yeah. be a great topic for one of your shows, actually.
0: Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would love to do. I've seen him a bunch of times and I'm not like I'm I, I don't like theatrical at all. Sorry, mm-hmm. Brian. Um But when I see Peter Gabriel and it's so theatrical, I'm like, oh, this is actually really cool. He puts I've just been show. going through a So kick recently
1: again, and it's just like it's. There's not a bad song on that album.
2: It's yeah, that's like, a that's a perfect album.
0: Yeah. Um. So uh, I dug up. I went. I went through Rolling Stone to see if I could find any good interviews with Johnny Depp about music, and um, I found. Uh, I found a pretty great interview with him and Keith Richards together. At the time, they were promoting Pirates of the Caribbean 3, uh, yeah. where Keith Richards plays Johnny Depp's dad, which uh, you know makes a lot of sense. So Johnny Depp was very public saying that he modeled the character of Jack Sparrow mm-hmm. after Keith Richards. Mm-hmm. The two of them are uh, very good friends. Which by the way, I, I, and maybe I missed one of you
1: guys saying that, how do we miss Keith Richards as a ho- Hollywood vampire?
0: Oh yeah, what the fuck? I think maybe it was just too obvious. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah that's the yeah. most obvious. Actually, yeah. him and Ronnie Wood, right? right. Um, him, Ronnie Wood, uh, Liam Gallagher, and then you got we we need maybe Ryan Adams for an American. Yeah. Um. Had he lived, all dirty bastard would have been uh mm-hmm. would have been like the Keith Moon, you know, like this generation's Keith Moon. What um, about uh,
2: Axel Axel Rose?
0: Yeah. Or Slash. Yeah.
2: Slash lived at the Rainbow Room a lot. Yes.
0: Yeah, but I, I bet you those guys are sober now. <laughs> I'm basing that on no information, like no actual knowledge of anything.
2: Funny how you're, and we're saying it like, Ugh. I bet you they're yeah. like sober. So- P- Gross. Ugh, I bet Gross these pussies so got non- their lives together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess they're not going to die
2: they have their health to consider.
0: Guess their kids will live to see them. What a bunch of fucking losers.
2: <laughs> I want to live long enough so I can sell my catalog for a hundred million dollars.
0: <laughs> so um, you gotta hear some of this interview. So this was the original interview. Um, the interviewer apparently struck a uh, sour note with Keith. And the entire thing went so off the rails that um, the next day, Johnny Depp called Jan Werner personally, who at the time was in charge of Rolling Stone, and said, you have to send a new interviewer and we have to do everything over. Uh, The reason being that Keith took such offense to this guy interviewing the two of them that he threatened to stick a banana up his ass and throw him off the balcony, <laughs> which which is very if I, ni- if I had a nickel for every time somebody
1: uh, said that to me,
0: Chip. Remember when I told you off air that this interview was bananas? Yes, yes, yeah. So there it is. So this fellow, let me see if I can find his name. Eric Bob Woodward. Eric, <laughs> Eric Hedegaard. Uh so he gets he gets this plum interview. Apparently, he interviewed Johnny Depp once, and it went very well. He said they they were drinking wine and cigarettes and up all night, and it was they they had a rapport. So Johnny requests this same interviewer to do him and Keith Richards. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to. Uh, Okay, so he says that it started off nice, the three of them up on a balcony, cozy like. And, you know, he was feeling like, oh my God, I can't believe there's three people out here. And it's Keith Richards, Johnny Depp, and me. Um, but then uh, he says um, the feeling didn't last long because Richards took an instant, vigorous, and nearly chemical dislike of me and was soon threatening to stick a banana up my ass. No smiling, no kidding. Um, so apparently, one of the first questions that he asks Keith Richards he says, that, that Now, none of this sounds complimentary to me. Um, he says he's staring at Keith Richards and he can't believe what an odd looking dude this is. Um, What a a strange looking man. So gnarled, wrinkled and skeletal, like the worst kind of meth addled tweaker ever. Always with the groovy, cool scarf knotted around his head, a self-satisfied world-class smirk on his face, wretchedly thin, but sporting a pot-like belly, skinny fat, and with comically expanding fingers, fingertips, That have come to resemble nothing so much as the, oh, I don't even know this word, corpus bongisium head of the human penis. Uh, Very very odd indeed. Yeah. Then he's he's clearly got a, you know, these, I don't think these two hit it off. Then he says his eyes drift to Keith Richards has a famous skull ring. And uh, he's been wearing this ring. Legend has it he can't take it off. Like his his fingers are so arthritic from all those years of playing guitar that he can't even slide the ring off. But it's of a skull. Um, it's on. Uh, it's it's featured on uh, Keith Richards' first solo album with the expense of winos. Talk is cheap. You can see it there. Actually, the the skull in our logo in the I Love Rock and Roll logo was modeled after Keith Richards' ring. Now, this interviewer, apparently also Iggy Pop, is known for a skull ring. So I guess this guy thought maybe Keith took the idea from Iggy Pop. And that's when things that's when things go off the rails. Yeah. So he says to him, the skull ring, is that one of Iggy Pop's skull rings or is that a different one? Uh, During the briefest of pauses, all light fled, darkness descended and a sudden chill obtained the air. And then uh, Johnny Depp starts like, oh, no, 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 no. He, he, he was the first one to do the skull ring. Uh, and then Keith Richards, but he, he's already like he's like now he's just mad that this interviewer yeah. doesn't know that he had a skull ring before Iggy Pop. Before Iggy Pop. Yeah. Uh, he says that's the original one. I've been wearing it for 30 odd years. You didn't know that you didn't know that Keith Richards was famous for his skull ring. And uh, I think any time that you start referring to yourself in third person, you like the interview is probably not going great. But by the way, like I'm
1: not the biggest Rolling Stones fan in the world. Like as I like their music, but like I don't know a ton about that. But like if I don't know anything about his skull ring, is that a thing? Like, is that it's a piece of jewelry? Like, is he? World famous for, I'm trying to think of like, it's not like Michael Jackson had you like, you never knew I wore one glove. (laughs) Of course. (laughs)
2: I'm going to say right now, Brian O'Halloran is insulted that I'm in a room talking about music <laughs> with a guy who doesn't know about Keith Richards' skull ring.
0: <laughs> Brian O'Halloran doesn't know if he wants to stick around anymore on this
2: show. To be honest with you, I don't think Brian O'Halloran is friend of this show anymore. I mean, one of the main people. What's your name, Frank? Yeah, Ch- it's, it's, it's close. Whatever. Enough. Uh, it doesn't know uh, about the Keith Richard skull ring. Brian or <laughs> just might just leave this whole <laughs> thing.
1: Please do not throw me off a balcony and or do anything with a banana. I my apologies. Wait, my, my my deepest apologies.
0: So so listen to how off the, by the way. Like when I first started reading this, I was like, oh, man, this poor reporter. But then as I start reading the questions that he has prepared, I'm like, they should have stuck a banana up his ass and tossed him off the balcony. Uh, For bro sure. Throw him throw him, him. Him, <laughs> him, him, So uh he he tries to quickly move on. He says, swiftly, I took evasive action. So Keith, I said, what advice would you give to Johnny about how he should live the rest of his life? What's, yeah, you can't see Brian's eyes are rolling out of the top of his head right now. Uh Richards was having none of it. He doesn't need any fucking advice. He growled. All righty then. Uh, so then he, he takes a deep breath and he hits them with this beauty. When you woke up this morning, what was your first thought?
2: Okay. Keith, Barbara Walters. Yeah.
0: Keith Richards says, who cares? Then their interviewer says, mine is, should I go empty my bladder or not? That's not a thought. Richard says, you call that a thought? Well, it passes for one in my world, I said. Richard said, then you think with your dick. Anyone who can remember their first thought in the morning is a fucking weirdo. And then he said, there's always the balcony. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The reporter at one point, I thought this was funny. He says at one point he looks at his watch figuring like, oh, it feels like we've been out here for like they have an hour allotted and he's mm-hmm. like oh god this this has got to be over any minute right and he looks at his watch and he realizes they've been talking for 14 minutes <laughs> <laughs> um all right then uh then he asked them and tell me w- tell me what you would would you guys ask this uh of Keith Richards and Johnny Depp no um <laughs> <laughs> Whatever is it, it is from this guy. You just already know. Um he asks them, uh Is it manly to wear makeup?
2: Oh god.
0: <laughs>
2: let me let me say, did he then his next gig was to interview Kiss? <laughs> <laughs> And he completely turned the page and he was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. This is the kiss interview I meant yeah. to ask. That. Yeah. Oh my Mr. God. Stanley, can
1: you.
0: Is can it you? is it manly to wear makeup? Do you want to argue about it? Richard said you go ask that of John fucking Wayne and see what you get, pal. By the way, I'm guessing John Wayne. Dead, like long dead by the time this, yeah. this, this question yeah, was probably. asked.
1: If this is an 80s interview, then. No, this,
0: this was from Pirates of the Caribbean. This was oh, like, so yeah, yeah, this was wait, like the. Yeah,
1: long, long dead, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, John Wayne historically died in, I think, 1978. Uh, someone right. shoved a banana in his ass and threw him on the <laughs> balcony.
2: You're talking to me, Pilgrim? Oh, what, what is this? Oh, what's this balcony? <laughs>
0: He says, you could go ask that of John fucking Wayne and see what you get, pal. A very pointed stick. And then there's the funnel with a red hot lead enema and a banana up your ass. And oh, baby, it's coming. No smiling. No kidding. (laughs) So he realizes not a good question. Let me hit them with this. So, guys, let's do a best two out of three thumb wrestling. (laughs) it's Hmm. almost like this interviewer's not even an interviewer it's like a -a make-a-wish kid was like i'd love to talk to johnny depp and keith richards
2: it's so weird because i'm curious what his next job was after his editor saw this interview and they were just like wow you'll never fucking work in this industry again
0: oh um Listen to how difficult the the interview gets. So then, and this guy, like Johnny Depp, like this was who Johnny Depp asked for. Right. So then he so then he was like, all right, maybe thumb wrestling's not your thing. After Keith Richards, I think, threatens to break both this dude's thumbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he was like, all right, why don't you guys tell a joke? Uh, Johnny Depp, listen to, listen to this answer. Oh, wow, says Depp. I fear jokes. I have a mortal fear of jokes. Jokes are made to make someone laugh. And that sort of manipulative idea is weird to me.
1: Uh, by by the way, check me out this weekend at Chuckles in Lancaster, Pennsylvania.
0: Um, I'll be- <laughs> Good Lord. Keith Richard says I can tell jokes, but I'm not telling you one. Uh, Here's a joke: Two rock and roll stars pick up a fucking wanker of a reporter,
2: shove a banana in his ass, and throws him off a balcony. How long does it take him to hit the ground? (laughs) 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 Someone get me a banana.
0: (laughs) He uh, he goes. Richards warns him again. I've got a banana. Uh, then after a little bit, after things. Okay. By, po- by the way,
1: let's pause just for a second. The, like, I, I don't like this interviewer and I, but like, it's, it's just Keith Richards thinking he's tough by saying he's going to stick a banana in his ass. Like he keeps going back to that. Like not that he's got a gun or a knife or that he's going to shove him. He's taking the most cartoonish thing and putting it okay, in the most um, cartoonish place.
2: I put this to you, Chip. Um, which would you rather have done to you? Banana up your butt be- or shot once? Okay, I'm going to take shot once. Point there rating. you go. Yes. So, okay. so come on. retract. Everybody, everybody Retracting. fears the banana in the tailpipe. Come yeah, on. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just named the episode. Banana in um, the tailpipe. <laughs> then uh, after things calm down, Keith Richards says, well, do you at least have a joint we can smoke to the interviewer? And the guy says no. And he says, uh, well, shit, you come here and you don't know shit from Shinola. Uh, Keith Richards leaves and then Johnny Depp starts yelling at the interviewers like how did you not know about his skull ring what's wrong with you everybody knows I mean the thing is like I'm such a stones freak I actually would have I would have known that Um, but uh, then they they uh, they called Jan Warner the next day. And uh had the interview killed. And then they sent over another interviewer. And it's so funny because it's just like a day or two later. And then I read the the official interview that came out in Rolling Stone. And the two of them are laughing and pleasant and jovial and cracking jokes. And uh they, Whoa, I,
2: jokes. He's yeah. definitely afraid of jokes. How can immortal, they be
0: Yeah. That would have been like that would have been all Amber like that's how you know he was lying. That's all Amber Heard would have had to do to like keep him out of the room.
1: Yeah, just be like knock, a priest knock. and a rabbi
2: run, walk into a bar, Johnny. No, <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <No. He's Stop, laughs> Johnny. All I did was told a joke. Man up.
0: She's like opening the 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 shades so sunlight comes in while she's yeah. yelling why the chicken crossed the road. Yeah she told a riddle in his
1: bed
2: honey you smell these flowers I just clipped and it's water <laughs> I was abused I was abused by, by her and by Miss Hurd she once then came in with, with five knock knock jokes <laughs> she was outside my door trying to get into the bedroom and she just kept going guess what Johnny and I was just like, no, stop with the knock-knock jokes. It's not a knock-knock joke, Johnny. I'm trying to get into the room. Stop it with the knock-knock jokes.
0: <laughs> but also, isn't uh Johnny Depp is like really good friends with Doug Stanhope. Is who, he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're very when when uh when these allegations first came out, Doug Stanhope uh wrote like a very long uh uh defense to him like an opinion piece that got published. Uh it's just it's it's weird like to hate to be scared of jokes and yeah <laughs> one of your best friends is a comedian. <laughs> That's why people who are scared of jokes befriend me. They're like he's not right. He's not gonna S- make me laugh. Safe bet. Safe bet, right? We'll there. be we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah, so I was um, I was pleasantly surprised at, at how uh, at how authentic I think a musician he is. I, I bet there's got to be a level of frustration because I, I read in in the in the second interview they asked him like, "Oh, would you ever do a solo album?" And he was like, no, because I know nobody would take it seriously. He was like, there's nothing worse than an actor wanting to be a musician. And Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's got to be frustrating for him, I would think.
2: Right, Because you could have all the talent in the world. It's just this public, you know, weird perception. That, you know, I participate as well as everybody does so like, oh, phew, what is what you know, so and so going to do on an album, you know, uh, but this one holds up. Are there any recordings of the original vampires of the 70s? They never came out with a single.
0: I, or- no, I, no. I think the closest you'll get, I, like no jokes, uh, all joking aside, I think the closest you'll get are probably those bar scenes in Son of Dracula.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Wow. You're right.
0: Yeah.
2: That's funny that that's the example. What
1: did, did we see?
2: Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying it's true yeah. with, with when you see the credits, especially in *Son of Dracula, and you see all these phenomenal musicians. I'm like,
1: what? Why wasn't there more of that? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It wasn't there two separate drummers like two of the times. Yeah. So Keith Moon was one of the drummers. Who's the it other? Was, one? Or Keith, was it just like
0: No, one? it was Keith Moon and. Because it, uh, it definitely wasn't Ringo, and it wasn't one, once or it or was or Keith. No, once it was Keith Moon, and the other time it was John Bonham. That's
2: right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely the grand high exalted wiz, uh, wizard of that.
0: Yeah, yeah it does all right. Well, we are we're getting the wrap it up. San kahuna has got another podcast coming in here where they uh, defend the monkeys for an hour straight. <laughs> let's let's sit in on this one brian uh is this a good time to promote your new uh country album
2: ah oh, thank yeah. you for bringing it up <laughs> yeah so uh yeehaw with a hollerin'.
0: No, uh. uh any any word do we have a date on clerks three
2: Uh, Not a specific date. We have a season. It's the fall. uh, So sometime between September and October. Um, I think I've been told it's leaning more towards a September release date. So uh, hopefully that'll happen. Uh, Otherwise, you can see me on the road at various Comic Cons coming up. Fan Expo, Denver, Chicago, Boston. Uh, Tons of other stuff. Galaxy Con, Raleigh, North Carolina. Check out my uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter
0: for more. Can, can I make one quick suggestion so now, sure. that, now that you're, uh, you're, you're officially a friend of the show? Hmm. Um, what if instead of uh, your beautiful girlfriend, Diana, what if hmm. Chip and I walk the red carpet with you for the premiere?
1: We would do that for
2: you. Ooh. Wow. That's uh, – I will make sure to let you know what day it's not on. <laughs> <laughs> I you to show up at the theater. I'll make sure I'll bring that, you know, those little, you know, floor mats you see in the beginning of a store that are red. Right. Yeah. White feet on with that they only put out when it rains. Yeah. Just we'll
1: like that. And just a bunch we'll of bananas. In,
2: we'll put it in front of, like, you know, theater four, wherever it's screening on a day, and we'll walk on that carpet before going in to see the movie. Okay. <laughs> I'll take care. All and right. We'll have, and we'll have Diane take the pictures. How about that? Okay. Perfect. And Perfect. scream your names. Chip, Chip, over here. Over here. Yep, over here. Give it hey, sultry. Uh, we need sultry. Yeah. Uh,
0: Ken, 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 Mr. Krantz, over here, please.
2: Over here. Thank you.
1: Make you, make you have feel that whole experience.
0: All right. All right, everybody.
1: Well, yeah. well thank you, Brian, uh, for doing no, it. No, thank think-
2: you guys for having me back for a yep. great episode. I this think was it fun. was a great topic. I I learned some things. Yes. And
1: uh, I think we said the word banana way too Way much. too much. Yeah. Too and much. I'm going to go watch Son of Dracula right now, I think.
0: I am not. Yeah. All right, everybody. The,
1: the albums, though, people. The albums were great. Yeah, the albums yep. were good. All right, we'll yeah. see you next week. Take care, everybody. Thanks.